0: here in the twin cities of minneapolis st paul nice breeze 81 degrees looks like great day again tomorrow and really not a lot of rain in the coming week uh great summer weather as we head for the end of july and then ultimately get started in august and the weather looks spectacular For Hall of Fame weekend at Target Field next weekend, uh, Joe Maurer will be inducted into the Twins Hall of Fame. Twins and Royals coming up from Kansas City and joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline is Twins beat writer Phil Miller from the Star Tribune. Phil, good to visit with you. You too, Steve. Yeah, Phil, uh, Friday night... I, I was on before the pregame shows, sitting in for Henry Lake, and I checked the Kansas City weather, and I went, oh my, it is hot, and it is humid. Phil, that that had to be one of the hotter ballgames you've ever covered.
1: Yeah, it was, although I don't think it was the hottest day I've ever had in Kansas City. I uh, <laughs> We were talking in the uh, clubhouse, I once, uh, oh, back in my college days probably, uh, I once Scalped some tickets outside uh, the stadium, uh, front row tickets. I was actually touching the the visitors' uh, dugout for a day game in Kansas City in July, and sat oh. there for a half an inning and decided, nope, can't can't take it. Went back and sat in the shade uh, like everybody else at the ballpark.
0: Yeah, it it was a hot one and kind of a seesaw affair. It looked like uh, in that ball game, Sunny Gray ran out of gas at one point and they got him out of there.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's become a recurring theme for Sonny. It's funny. He's the guy in spring training that, uh, emphasized how much he wants to go deeper into games. And, uh, boy, uh, three of the last four starts, he is, uh, he just run, one in, run into uh, one tough inning that kind of messes up the rest of his start. Just like, uh, before he, he absolutely dominated for, uh, for five innings. Uh, he retired. I think it was, uh, 16 of the first 18 hitters, something like that. I uh, did give up a, a solo home run that uh, carried a little bit, but, uh, boy, he was just on his game. And then three batters in a row uh, went uh, triple, double, single, and all of a sudden he was, uh, he was losing. Uh, he didn't take the loss, but it is a remarkable streak. He has now uh, been credited with a win himself personally since April, 15 starts ago. Um, he's an all-star pitcher. He's in the top 10 in ERA in the American League, and he cannot get a win.
0: Yeah, it, it really is amazing, and there's been a lot of talk about Sonny Gray. It was reported that he was going to test free agency. He's got 10 years of service time, and why not if you're Sonny Gray? Um, there, there was some thought if, if the Twins kind of fell apart that maybe they would move Sonny Gray, but obviously they're going to keep Sonny around, and he, he is still, in spite of that fact that he hasn't been able to earn a win, it's still a key part of this rotation.
1: He really is. He's, uh, he is arguably the best or second best starting pitcher, uh, in the rotation. Uh, we'll see the uh, guy challenging him for that, uh, Bailey over tonight. But, uh, yeah, Sonny, uh, I, I, I talked to Sonny, uh, before the season and, uh, the twins know this too. Uh, he's never been a free agent in his career. He's always signed extensions before he, uh, he could become a free agent. And, uh, for one time in his career, he would like to test the market and see what's out there. It'll be off of a, you know, the scouts will uh, tell their teams he's a uh, he's still an effective uh, pitcher at his age, but uh, um, it, but a frustrating year for him as well. And uh, I, it will be interesting to see if the Twins bid on him. I would expect that they will uh, make a bid, but be outbid by uh, uh, somebody else because there are uh, not many starting pitchers on the. Uh, free agent market this uh, fall, uh, so but it, it is worth keeping him around. He is definitely a number one or number two guy that, uh, to have on the mound in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and you got to be thrilled if you're a starting pitcher in the major leagues because uh, the, the Dodgers made a trade with the White Sox to pick up Lance Lynn, so I'm sure pitchers and agents are thinking, well, the Dodgers could be in the market in an offseason for a starter, and uh, we, we know they have plenty of money.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh you know, the Dodgers uh famously did not go after any free agents uh, last winter, the thinking being that they were uh banking a little money to uh throw at Shohei Otani uh, this winter. Yeah. So uh it, it, that's probably uh that's someone you could uh, slot right into your starting rotation. But there will be a market for uh there'll be a market for Sonny Gray. I I, I think he'll have a lot of teams uh interested in him, uh even if you know, you can only really count on him for five innings or so. Uh, it's, it's five really good innings. And I'll I tell you, seeing Sonny up close these last two years, nobody takes it more seriously. Nobody prepares harder and, uh, it goes out on the mound, uh, with a better idea of what he wants to do. Also, nobody's more of a, uh, bulldog on game day. You do not, uh, you do not want to be around him, uh, before he's pitching because he is focused.
0: Yeah, and uh, certainly a great example for for the younger pitchers on the club on, on how they need to prepare. Uh, for for any given ball game, Phil Miller joining us uh, from Kansas City Twins and Royals game two of the three game set. More on the ball game last night. Number one, Twins get beat eight five. A lot of that was Bobby Witt Jr. and he turned on a Johan Duran fastball at almost one hundred and two miles an hour. Game winning grand slam, but uh, Duran got into trouble on his own earlier in that inning.
1: Yeah, that was uh, the twins point uh after the game. Uh the home run, yeah, that's gonna happen and that's uh unfortunate. Actually it's not gonna happen. It's uh it, it Bobby Witt might be one of a dozen players in the league maybe who could have pulled that off. It was hundred and two miles an hour, not a strike. It was inside, it was in on his hands. Uh there aren't many players uh that are quick enough to uh have quick enough hands to get around and, and put something behind a pitch like that. Yeah, uh, he walked the two previous hitters. He could not get his uh, his splitter. He could not get his curveball in the strike zone. And so, uh, you know, Ryan Jeffers said, I knew, uh, Duran knew, and Bobby Witt knew that on 3-2 with the bases loaded, it was going to be a fastball. And, uh, you know, he was sitting on it. And uh, sure enough, uh, it, it, if he doesn't walk those two batters before, he's got a lot of other options.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Tough loss for the Twins. They've dropped three in a row. They'll try and get back on track. Cleveland did lose on Friday night, so the Twins didn't lose any ground. The Guardians are playing 500 balls, sitting a game and a half back. Uh, 14 strikeouts in the game on Friday night. We looked at the numbers before the lineup card and Chris Atterbury last night, and uh, the strikeouts continue to mount. It's extraordinary. It's the Twins in Seattle going into the game last night. Both had over 1,000 strikeouts, and with that 14 strikeout effort, the Twins extend their major league lead.
1: Yeah, uh, I think the... uh... The Mariners uh, just became the only other team to uh, yep. cross uh, a thousand strikeouts with a couple of months to go. The, uh, yeah, we were talking before the game. The Twins are the worst team in baseball with two strikes. Uh, they uh, they uh, put the ball in play uh, less than any other team. Obviously, that tracks with the strikeouts. But I asked Rocker Baldelli if if they have uh, thought about changing their two strike approach as they some way that you uh, mix it up to try to address that. He said, uh, "You know, if you, you know, some guys can shorten up their swing and still be effective. A lot of guys, if if your if your goal is just to put the ball in play, you give away what makes uh, what makes you a dangerous hitter. So it's uh it, it's kind of a, a thin line there. You know, yeah. uh, it, it is is a ground out." If you're just trying to put get the ball in play, is a weak ground out better than a strikeout? I mean, only marginally. And, uh, and, uh, so that's a, that's a tough problem with them. They have, you know, in, in Joey Gallo and Byron Buxton, they have two guys that are really, really having a hard time with, uh, two strikes. I noted that Joey Gallo, uh, this year has 12 hits with two strikes. Uh, that's, uh, that's three a month. That's uh, if you get him to two strikes, he's basically done, and that is uh, that's really hurt him.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, Twins uh, try and bounce back tonight behind Bailey Ober on the mound, and the the Twins have been on a bit of a surge since the All Star break. Uh, been playing better ball. Now they're on a three game skid, dropping the final two to Seattle and the one in Kansas City last night. But they have been getting more production out of the lineup and they feel good and there was uh that that story that that said you know the the twins are pretty comfortable with this club they don't feel the need to go out and add a bat as the trade deadline looms the
1: one thing that they would like to beef up is their uh their lineup against left-handed pitching and they have been fortunate that they have uh, except for uh one streak of uh like seven of them in a two-week period uh last month, I guess it was, they have been remarkably free of facing left-handed pitching. So they would like another uh, right-handed hitter. I think that's, uh, that's pretty clear uh, to mix in with the, uh, the rest of the offense. Uh, One way that would solve that is if uh, Royce Lewis was healthy in playing, Uh, you know, the return of uh, Jorge Polanco helps, but we will, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, There's uh, three more days before the trade deadline. Uh, I would not be surprised if the Twins find a way to add a uh, a decent, maybe a veteran uh, right-handed bat to uh, to mix in uh, when they do face left-handers. Because uh, you know you get to the playoffs and uh, teams will start throwing a lot of left-handers at you if uh, if they know that it's a weakness.
0: Yeah, and Phil, that that also brings up Roy Oswalt's returns. You, you want to get him back in the lineup? Would would we see? Him move to third, Polanco back to second, and then what do you do with Eddie Julian, who's been a pretty reliable bat for the Twins since being recalled from the Saints? Would he maybe get some more at-bats as D.H. and, and Byron Buxton would take a step back?
1: Yeah, that, and that is uh, probably the question that needs to be answered. Can you uh, take Byron Buxton out of the lineup uh, more frequently than, uh, than you are uh, it, 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 they do have a log jam. They have a log jam of outfielders now and they're gonna have yep. a log jam of infielders when Royce comes back. The you know the answer seems to be against uh against uh left handed pitchers, Jorge can play uh second base and and uh and Julian sits out. He's uh a little less effective against uh left handers and then against right handers it's Julian and uh mm-hmm. or Julian can maybe be the D H and uh you want to get Royce and Polanco uh, both uh, in there, or maybe you sit Royce, uh, you know, they will have a lot of options. Um, and that's not even uh, uh, coming up with what you're going to do with Kyle Farmer and uh, Donovan Solano, who have contributed uh, pretty uh, regularly in their own ways. Uh, they they have some roster issues ahead and some tough decisions. It's, uh, it's when we're talking about what is the matter with Byron Buxton, uh, who – they are counting on to be and are paying as one of the best hitters. And it just hasn't happened, especially in the last two months. Uh, that's a tough decision to, uh, to make. But I think uh, doing what we can to win games will take precedence. So it might mean fewer at-bats, more targeted at-bats for Byron. Uh, uh, it's still two or three weeks off before Rice gets, uh, Royce Lewis gets back. But uh, that is probably uh, what's going to have to happen.
0: Max Kepler re- really struggled earlier in the year, but has, has turned things around and, and done a better job as of late. And that, in some ways, maybe puts Joey Gallo on the hot seat as much as anybody among veteran players, because even though Gallo had a hit on Friday night, it has been, it has been a struggle. It
1: has. Like I said, uh, 12 hits yeah. with two strikes this mm. year, three a month. Uh, that's, uh, I, I mean, You get three strikes uh, when you go up to the plate. He only gets two. That's giving away a pretty big uh, margin. Uh, You know, they signed on for the Joey Gallo experience. I don't think they expected it to be quite this uh, stark. He he has not been able – his numbers are really remarkably close to last year's numbers where he lost his job with the Yankees and, uh, you know, lost his job with the Dodgers. I uh, – you know, you – He's one of those guys where if you give up on him you just know that the hot streak is coming and it's uh, gonna come someplace else. But uh I I don't know. Uh he is indeed on the hot streak. We'll see what happens uh with the trade deadline. Uh I I talked to him in the clubhouse today and he is he's certainly uh mentally strong. He uh he describes himself as a three point shooter, you know. Uh he he has a certain talent, a certain part of his game that he does better than everyone, and it comes and goes. And, uh, you know, it, teams have to, uh, live with it because, uh, you know, he's had to live with it his whole career. You, you kind of know what you're signing on for. Uh, I, I, you know, another tough decision, uh, that, uh, probably will be uh, decided by what they do over these next three days.
0: All right. Well, Phil, always good to visit with you. It looks like the weather is quite a bit cooler in Kansas City tonight.
1: Had a big rainstorm this afternoon. Uh, It's cleared up now, and, yeah, it's 20 degrees cooler, so a lot better night for baseball.
0: Yeah. All right, Phil, always great. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Phil Miller joins us, uh, twin speed rider for the Star Tribune on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline will come back. We'll get a sneak peek at the lineup. Check the Major League scoreboard. Some games in progress. Some matinees today. And then it's the Twins and the Royals lineup card. Chris Atterbury standing by at 5.30. Corey and Danny from Kansas City. at a little after 6 tonight with the first pitch here on News Talk. 830-WCCO. Twins-Royals game two of the three games. Said Twins trying to snap. Three-game losing streak tonight. Bailey Ober will be on the mound. Meanwhile, uh, the Cleveland Guardians, who sit a game and a half back, will be in Chicago to play the White Sox tonight. Uh, same start time, six uh, ten Central Time scheduled. Here's a sneak peek at the Twins lineup tonight. Behind Bailey Ober, who's six and four, the ERA two point seven six for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, Carlos Correa. Will lead off and play shortstop Eddie Julian. Will play second and bat second. Alex Kirilov over for three with three strikeouts Friday night. Will bat third and play at first. Cleanup hitter Max Kepler. He'll be in right field. Jorge Blanco will be at third. He'll bat fifth, batting sixth. DH Byron Buxton. Matt Wallner will be in left and bat seventh. The catcher will be Christian Vasquez. Uh, Vasquez once again will catch and bat eighth. For the Twins, and then Willie Castro will be in center field, and will bat ninth for the Twins. So Correa, Julian, Kirilov, Kepler, Polanco, Buxton, and then Walner, Vasquez, and Castro, as the Twins try and break out of this three-game losing streak. At the moment, three games over 500, one and a half games clear. Of the Cleveland Guardians. Big thanks to Josh Wheeler, our producer. Big thanks to all our guests. Uh, a l- little bit earlier in uh, the show, uh, we visited with Matt Hudson from the Twins front office. Uh, Matt's in the communications department, and we talked about Hall of Fame Weekend. And the weather looks spectacular for Joe Maurer Hall of Fame weekend. A lot going on at the ballpark Friday and again on Saturday. Go to the website, twinsbaseball.com. You certainly want to be a part of that. And if you're a golfer, still a chance to get into the inaugural Twins Hall of Fame golf tournament. That is next Friday, bright and early, at Rush Creek. And it's a fundraiser for the Minnesota Twins Community Fund. A lot of Twins legends will be at that event. So go to the website and find out more about that. And then, of course, Hall of Fame Ceremony will carry it live before the ball game on Saturday night. The Arizona Diamondbacks will be in town for that. Tilt. And then, of course, big thanks to Phil Miller who joined us. And, by the way, uh, Josh Wheeler will have that posted for you. If you caught only part of that conversation uh, with Phil Miller as the Twins close in on the trade deadline, what are they looking for? Uh, how are they trying to improve the ball club? Maybe a right-handed bat, uh, maybe a little more bullpen help. We will see about that. Weather looks good here in the area. Clear tonight, alone low near 61. Tomorrow, sunny and 81. Don't forget the huddle. Beat uh, Jerry and Dave Schwartz between 10 and noon. And then the Twins and the Royals, the final game of the series, coming up tomorrow. Enjoy the ballgame. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.